Hello and welcome to Procrastimum. My name is Nicole and I help busy mums overcome perfectionism without mum guilt. Today on episode one, I want to talk to you about signs that you're a perfectionist. I'll cover the main telltale signs to know if you're a perfectionist, what a perfectionist actually is, how I'm overcoming perfectionism, and some action steps that you can take to overcome it. If you're new to personal development, you may not have heard the term perfectionist, or you may have heard it, but uh, you may have a different meaning attached to it. So I'll just quickly describe what perfectionism is and what it isn't. So when you hear perfectionists, you think, oh, they must think they're just so perfect and do everything perfectly. Well, that's actually not the case. It's, poss- it's probably the opposite. So I'm not sure if you've heard of her, but Dr. Brene Brown, she's a dedicated shame researcher, and she defines perfectionism as a belief that if we do things perfectly and look perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. I have this definition on my website. And I just love it. Um, Brene Brown has written some amazing books that goes into a lot more detail about perfectionism, shame, and vulnerability. So I'd highly recommend you check out her books. So what exactly are the main telltale signs? I'll just go through some that I think resonate with myself Um, to begin with. There's so much more to go into, but for the sake of this podcast, um, I'll just cover the surface, I guess you could say. So the first one is an all or nothing mindset. So you probably have heard the phrase better to have tried and failed than to not try at all. Well, perfectionists perfectionists actually don't think that way. They, um, They think, oh, well, if I can't do it perfectly, then I'm just not going to do it at all. Because if I can't do it perfectly, I'm going to fail. And then I'll feel shame around it, people are going to judge me, and then that's more shame, and they just can't get around it. It's just like a vicious cycle. So for me, um, for those of you who know me, I have tried a couple of things, a couple of side gigs, and they've just never worked out. And I couldn't understand why I really enjoyed what I was doing but there was just something in the back of my mind that I was so motivated at the beginning, but then after a couple of months, I would just fall off the wagon and just give up. And I think a lot of that is from not seeing results quick enough, um, which is another sign that you're a perfectionist, is you don't want to have wasted effort. You just you just want the results then and there without putting in any work. It's um, not the best but it's just yeah that's all or nothing mindset the next one is overworking so if you are a mum like me life can get pretty busy um I work full-time and have two little boys so it's quite common to find yourself overworking so I know that's quite of a broad symptom and can relate to a lot more people other than perfectionists 
but it is one of the main ones for perfectionists. So you really need to make sure that you're getting enough rest and recharging, which could then lead to burnout. So then if you're not getting enough rest or recharge, you, you just burn out and then the way that you're showing up is not to the best of your ability and you just, again, that I guess that's where that lack of motivation will then come into it because if you're overworked, that leads to burnout and then at least a lack of motivation and then, again, falling off that wagon. The next sign that you are a perfectionist is you are a people pleaser. So this one resonates with me a lot and I think it will for a lot of other mums as well we I think it's in within our nature that we put everybody first especially our children and our partner so we put our needs and desires behind everybody else's and therefore we're just spending energy making sure everybody likes us and we're doing the right things but we forget that we need to make sure we like us and that we have time for things that that we enjoy. So people-pleasing is another big symptom that you're a perfectionist. Another sign or symptom, I keep saying symptom, it should really be sign, so I apologize about that, is you feel a lot of empty success. So this one with me doesn't really resonate a lot because I am really proud of what I've achieved um in my life so I thought I would mention it though because I think there are a lot of other people that may so you've achieved a lot in your work life personal life whatever it may be but you're constantly feeling like you haven't like you haven't achieved anything or that you're not proud of it or you just want to move on to the next thing and you know you're not really present in what you've already done you just want to find the next thing so that's another sign empty success the next one is what I based my podcast name over procrastinum is procrastination so I named my podcast procrastinum I mentioned the name to a couple of other people and they're like oh my god that is me procrastination mum like that's me as in them saying that that was that was them so I felt like the name suited what I wanted to talk about perfectly procrastination you would think that it's just you getting distracted and you know social media and social media social social media sorry is addictive and it's their fault that they make it so addictive but the more I learn about procrastination is you are procrastinating on things that don't matter to avoid bigger things you should be doing, more important things, more personal growth, more uncomfortable things. And the more I'm more self-aware that procrastination is because of that, I'm not just selflessly scrolling through Instagram because I want to, it's because I'm actually avoiding trying to do something else. Um. So as I'm saying it, I'm sure that it's resonating with you. You think, oh, my God, like I so procrastinate. And I, you may have a different form of procrastination. Mine is social media that I had to give it up. I give it up all the time, on and off, on and off. But it just keeps coming back. And I, even before recording this podcast, I was thinking, oh, you know, it's it's getting too late. It's, it's 9.30 at night. 
everyone's asleep in my household and I thought, no, it's too late now. Even though I told myself through the week, no, Sunday at this time I'm going to do it. Yep, I'm prepared, mentally prepared myself. And when the time came around, I was thinking, oh, no, it's it's time. I have to do the scary thing. I don't want to do it. And my husband was like, oh, just go record it. If you don't like it, you don't have to press publish. So I'm even proud of myself for showing up and recording. So I had every excuse under the sun. I don't have time. I'm too tired. I had a big weekend. I'm not going to do it. But I'm here and I've showed up. So that is one step in the right direction. Um, One thing for me that I found really helped with procrastinating is I have a distraction journal it sounds a lot more sophisticated than it actually is I promise it's not it's literally I work in an office so just a piece of paper two columns and I just sit um, next to my computer through the day and if I find myself getting distracted from the task I'm meant to be doing I will write down um in the first column like distractions what it may be so if I'm doing a task and an email pops up I'll reply to that email straight away and then I'll reply to the next email and the next email and then it would just be this huge big rabbit hole of emails and then I'll get off ta- off the task at hand or and then the second column will be ideas or things that pop into my head that is again against the task I should be doing, but they are actually important things that I do need to do for my work. So I will jot them down and then when I finish my actual task, I will go back to that column and do those tasks later. So that's one thing that I've found is really helpful for procrastination. And as I mentioned, there's a lot more content that I want to share in other podcasts, but one thing that is really helping meet the moment is planning for my calendar really specifically like I mentioned before I told myself all week it would be this time every Sunday around 8 30 I did say 8 30 Sunday I was a bit late tonight so at least I showed up but I'm 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 here I'm late but I'm here and you become more aware of when you're self-sabotaging so if I had just put in my calendar yep I'm going to record my first episode this week, I won't know when I'm not self-sabotaging. So when 8.30 came around tonight, I was thinking, okay, I know, to be, I know I need to be doing this thing. The time is there in my calendar. So anyway, I'll talk about that in another podcast, but that's really helpful as well. Um, the next one is overthinking. So as a perfectionist, you're scared of making the wrong decision, so you overthink it. And then you spend too much energy overthinking and then nothing gets done. And then you're procrastinating as well as overthinking and then you just get nowhere. So you're not helping anybody by overthinking, but you just can't help it because you're so scared of making the wrong decision. And one thing again that I've realized is a lot of decisions that we make, they're not set in stone. Like you can always change your decision after it's um for example I'm using this podcast 
I'm overthinking it, thinking, oh, my goodness, like I'm going to have to commit to this podcast once a week. I don't know. Like I am not in that stage of so much self-trust yet. So my brother had a really great idea to do seasonal podcasts. So I'm going to give that a try, commit to that. And the overthinking kind of stopped. I thought, okay, I can I can sort of handle that. I'm just going to make a decision. This is the time every week. This is when I'm going to do it. Done. Six podcasts or whatever season may be, done. Because you spend so much energy overthinking, you're so mentally drained, and then you get to the end of the day and then you, you, you don't even remember what you've accomplished because you spent so much time overthinking and procrastinating that it just gets away from you. Okay, the next sign that you may be perfectionist is you wait. You wait for the right time. You wait for the right place. You wait for if you're doing study to have the right qualifications. You wait for the right position. You wait and wait and wait. And because you wait, there's always going to be something that comes up. Never, It's never going to be the right time. I remember before planning to have a family, everyone was like, oh, you know, you're never ready to have a child. If you just keep waiting, something else will come up and it'll never be the right time and you just need to go with it. You just need to go with the flow because if you wait, you'll be waiting forever and then it'll be never the right time. So that's another sign. Um, and the last one is no self-trust. So part of this is we need to become someone that we can rely on for ourselves. We need to make a plan and follow through with it. So you don't want to commit to something because you just know in the past it's never worked. So you think, oh, I'm not going to do it again because I know that I won't be able to commit. Again, speaking from experience, mainly from this podcast, um, I need to start telling myself that I'm going to trust myself to show up every week and to get it done. So it's a whole mindset shift from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, which is a huge it takes some time and some practice and I'm slowly getting there. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, I'm really proud that I've showed up tonight to get this done. Not that I'm not excited to do it. I really want to share what I'm learning, but it's just I keep bringing up the past that, you know, I've just always gone all in at the beginning and never stuck it out and then it just sort of fizzles away. So I'm really hoping that I can commit to this and I'm going to start some affirmations and journaling to get my thoughts out and fears out and doubts out and I feel like that will have me heading in the right direction. I didn't want to give a whole bunch of tips to you to try and overcome perfectionism because I didn't want to send anybody into overwhelm with steps and tasks and what to do. So one thing that I found has really helped for me is to start, it's easier said than done, really become aware of when you're procrastinating. So 
as I mentioned, the calendar will really help, which I will speak about in another episode. But think about why is it that you're procrastinating? Are you trying to avoid the scary thing, something that will push you to grow and challenge you and possibly put you in the fear of judgment of others or even um, fear of judgment from yourself? Having this awareness makes you realize how often you're actually self-sabotaging your own goals and where you want to be. So that's one thing that you can try and start doing if that's sort of a bit too much. Maybe the distraction journal that I mentioned um, is really helpful because you're not just relying, well, you are relying a lot on your mind, but it's a physical thing that you need to do. And you might find that you may not even need to write them down because you're becoming more aware of it. So And at the end of the day, you'll keep a tally. So um, you'll have checking emails. How often have you done that through the day? And you will really surprise yourself. So if you are finding yourself checking emails, which is something I'm using that as a reference because it's something that's quite common in my full-time job, shut your emails down for a couple of hours or give yourself certain times of the day that you will check them. So morning before you go to lunch and then just before you go home. And if things are urgent, people will call you. If they email you, it's not very important. There's important and there's urgent. So a lot of the tasks that we are doing are urgent tasks, but not very important. So just something to keep in mind. So that's it for the main signs that you're a perfectionist. I'd be really interested to know how many of you resonated with those signs and with which ones in particular I'd love to hear from you so I have a new Instagram it's Nicole Bunnell coach or you can go to my website www.nicolebunnell.com I felt very fancy when I created my own domain so head over to my website and check it out and my Instagram and send me your feedback on this podcast. I'd love to hear it, good or bad. That's part of what I'm doing is to get out of my comfort zone and be okay with it not being perfect and to put myself out there. And my fear of judgment is fear of what I think of myself. So I'm becoming more aware of that and that's okay. So please give me some feedback or anything you would like to hear about in future episodes. Um, I'm planning on making them quite short because as a mum, I know life can get busy. So a lot of my, um, a lot of the people that I've spoken with say they don't have time to listen to podcasts. So hopefully 15, 20 minutes per episode will be enough, you know, pop the headphones in, go for a walk if you can, or as mums and I were always tidying up toys and cleaning and folding clothes and it's just never ending. Um, While you're doing the groceries, if you're lucky enough to do them on your own and get some five minutes to yourself, pop them in while you're doing some groceries. So hopefully that's enough time for you to listen to the podcast. So one thing for me that's really grown me recently is I have hired my own life coach. Shout out to Sam Laura Brown from the Perfectionism 
project. She's been amazing. And it's I, I didn't know I needed one until I had one. So if that's something that you think you may like, I have actually started to do that to be a mindset coach, particularly for mums. I have three spots available for a free one-on-one program with myself. This is to gain momentum in my business, to gain some practice and in exchange for some testimonials. I hope I can create some results for other women like myself and hopefully get you moving forward with your goals and start putting yourself first without feeling that mum guilt. So that's it from me today and I really want to thank you all for sticking around to the end. I hope you got a lot out of this episode and I do appreciate you sticking around more than you know. So thank you very much. Bye.